When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. for a really great future. We're talking real money. It's a show. It's a podcast. It's two things in one. It's talking real money. I'm Don McDonald. You know, a radio show is great. A podcast is great. But when you put them together, it just doesn't get better. Okay, I'll go with that. I'm Don. The guy going with that is Tom. This is talking (laughs) real money. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number, and we 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 love answering your questions, even when we disagree with you. Yeah, we've already had a couple of disagreements today. <laughs> That's what makes it fun. I love it. I really get a kick going out. to the gold standard. You got to remember national stocks. You, you got to remember wow. that uh, you know I began my life in broadcasting as a general controversy talk show host not money but talking about politics I and guess events I that, and yeah. oh my god that's what i was doing what i what i did in colorado springs and what i did on koa in denver is i did general talk and man people can get very testy they even did yeah, that that's then. the difference by the way that's different between my career and your career you started above me i started with colonel talk and you went right to general so well done sir oh 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 because your dad was a colonel. I get it. I get That's it. That's right. I Look at you. Remembering that. that. Good job. Yeah, actually, what we did back in the day was the uh, it was the old version of Facebook. It was just like that. Twitter. We were like we were like verbal just Twitter. Stuff was going on. We just tweeted. Yeah. We tweeted over the radio. And you can tweet over the radio still. We're sort of an anachronism. 855-935-TALK. Tweet with us here on Tweeting Real Money. One way or another. Okay, there was an one. article I saw recently because I read all the advisor stuff, and yeah. uh, and and sometimes Shouldn't. I should. Well, there's some interesting stuff. When Larry writes a piece, Larry Swedro, Larry Swedro, Paul Merriman, Paul Merriman there's yeah. people to pay attention to. But yeah. there was a piece in one of the advisor things about um, an active hedge fund and mutual fund manager. That doesn't mean, by the way, somebody who's jogging every day or getting good exercise. This is somebody who's getting up in the morning and trading stocks or bonds. Right. This guy's known for his bond fund management. I think he's the new bond king since Bill Gross has sort of been shoved off the throne. Funny, Bill Gross was the king until he failed miserably at it, wasn't he? Exactly. Uh (laughs) Long live the king. This this guy's last name is Goodluck. 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 I thought it was Goodluck. 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 It is. I'm mispronouncing it. Jeffrey Gundlach, and he said that passive... Listen carefully. Passive index-style bond management is dead. Doesn't work anymore. You need an active manager to manage your bond portfolio. Why? Because, yes. Because, well, junk bonds are going to really start to fail. Really? Yeah. 
Not junk bonds. Yeah, no. Oh, no. Surprise. He it? says That's the rate's going to go from 7% failure to 11%. 11%. Yeah, I saw that. That's but okay. what's interesting yeah. is, again, I'm a big... By the way, junk bonds, uh, there's another high-yield bond fund yeah. anyway. So yeah, yes. anything All under right. triple B rating. Yeah, don't buy that stuff. But, but wait, here's the thing. It's hypocrisy at its finest. One of his big funds is the double-line core fixed income fund, which is available to the general public. It's not a hedge fund, two thousand dollar minimum, um, and its portfolio he, it yields two point nine percent, which is pretty good. But its portfolio is heavily in junk. Twenty um, percent. Wait a minute. So he's telling you that it's but he, it's over for junk, but he'll he knows right. when to get in and out. He's twenty twenty percent of his portfolio is in junk. His expenses are point seven three percent per year for a bond fund. Which is kind of on the spendy side, and uh, and and you look at it and you go, well, that two point maybe it's worth it. But how does he get away with charging point seven three percent and still having a an above average return for a bond fund? It's because of this risk. That's the reason. What I sat down and tried to do was duplicate what he did, but do it with Vanguard funds. And here's how I did it. I put just for I didn't actually build this, but. Use the Vanguard Total World, or the Vanguard Total Bond Index. Yeah, v, v, v as in Victor. Oh, geez, here we B go. B as in Bravo. Uh -huh. T as in Tango. L as in Lima. X as in X-Ray. Yeah, that's How's the that? one. And you combine okay. it with the Vanguard High Yield Corporate Bond Fund. You don't put, know the ticker, though. I don't Sorry, either. So I'm not going to go But it's 80% in the High Quality Bond Fund, 20% in the yeah, Junk Bond right. Fund. You know what your yield comes out to be? Right at 2.9% if you combine those two, 80-20. And you get a better quality portfolio with Vanguard. You get fewer junky junk bonds. And it's a much cheaper. Much and cheaper. it's much cheaper. So you don't need active management to make this happen. If you want a higher yield, you can get a higher yield. It's called taking more risk. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you don't have a Everybody needs help with their money now and again, and if you need more help than we can give in the course of this podcast or show, set up an appointment with one of our advisors for a free, actual meeting with no obligation and no high-pressure sales pitch. Just go to Vestory.com, that's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. Sales pitch. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. You put anchors in the wall so that the TV doesn't <laughs> fall on you, Tom. Anchors away is anchors what they say away. when my construction projects go. Hola, everyone. Welcome to Talking Real Money, uh, the show where we're talking about other stuff during the breaks. I'm Don. That's Tom. And 855-935-TALK exactly. is our number. Cindy, you're next. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Um, I have a question. Um, I am going to be, um, I recently um, had division of assets with my former spouse, and I'm in the middle of waiting on a quadro for a 401k, and uh, my dad advised me to, actually my dad has advised me to listen to you guys, but um, I also was thinking That's about- That's one smart dad. Rob. I, he is. Um, 
I had thought about putting it in a Roth IRA, and I and I do think that I need to speak with somebody, but I don't know if I have enough assets that would. Uh, I guess I just don't know how this all works. And, all right, here. Um, let I me just let me know. let me interrupt you because here's the deal. Um, whether you have enough assets or not, sometimes these kinds of situations do need a long conversation that involves other aspects of your financial life. We we while we have a minimum, we help everybody. You can literally call our office, not get sold anything, or go online and set up an appointment, and one of our advisors will sit down and run through the better ways to do that. That's just I want to start there. And generally, a quadro is, and not always, so a quadro is a way to move money from an account. Let's, let's just say I had a 401k, I got divorced, and the money was, part of that money was to go to my ex-wife. Just for sake of argument, that would be, a, and the money that would move by court order from my 401k to that new account. Mm-hmm. What you said there, though, might be a little troubling because you said to a Roth. Mm-hmm. Roth would mean the money had to be saved in a Roth 401k first. Generally, 401ks, not all of them, but most of the money is saved in a regular 401k. That would go to an IRA, individual retirement account. And I completely agree with Don that uh, this is a time to get some advice, especially if you're kind of starting over, yeah. you just gone through a dissolution. Figure out a plan, put it, move it forward. So um, your dad is exactly right. You should be moving it out into an IRA or Roth IRA, depending on how it was saved by your ex-husband. Yeah, plus meeting with somebody is just kind of a great way, as Tom said, to get off on the right foot at this new phase in your life. So go to TalkingRealMoney.com or VestStory.com and just set up an appointment. You can do it right there online, and they can do it online with you, video, by, by a phone or however you're most comfortable. And again, our standing promise, guarantee is we're not going to try to sell you on anything. We just want to help people. We really, truly just want to help people. Of course, we want to make a living, too, but we do that. We're not getting rich, but we're having fun. So real money Does that, that help? Yeah, TalkingRealMoney.com. Yep. TalkingRealMoney.com. Yes, ma'am. I shall do that. And uh, it will be painless, or relatively, I promise. Thank you, thank you. All right, you're very welcome. Thanks Thank for your calling. dad for telling him, telling you to listen to us. That's very kind of him as well. And where, where you go on the site, there, there are all these pictures on the very front page, and it is right here. It says, um, no, that's not it. Oh, it's help. It's the guy with the help button. <laughs> The guy with the help, hire a fiduciary advisor. <laughs> you could tell we're big on selling things. Yeah. yeah so, yes, you go to talkingrealmoney.com and you book and a meeting. Or talkingrealmoney.com slash help, and then there's a book a meeting button. There. Okay. Aren't you the guy who built the website or I something? I did. I did. Okay. But I, and you give me a bad time forgetting about how the I, mutual Here's the fund problem. Is. Come I, on. I just, like a month or so ago, finished the new vestry. I haven't. Talking Real That's Money true. is older, so I forget. And real investing journals even older. I don't even know what's That's there. True. I have no idea what's there. I, I don't want to know. But but good news, the podcast is on Amazon now. That's, For those of you who refuse to get right. podcast anywhere else, it is on Amazon. Yeah. So. If you were waiting for it to come on Amazon Music, well, your wait is over. 
Now I told somebody that yesterday, and yeah. they thought that meant it was getting delivered to their house within an hour. I said, no, no, oh, that's, no, that's no. a within, different Amazon within, service. Within seconds. Are you kidding? Oh, okay. I didn't. I thought that meant if they you've got Amazon Prime, so. our podcast can be in your ear in seconds. <laughs> we have the. Yeah, we uh, we're faster than drones. Faster than a speeding drone. Anyway, so in all seriousness, Amazon has added podcasts mm-hmm. to Amazon to its Music music service. Yeah, That's correct. And, and, and so Talking Real Money is there. Is By the there. way, not only is Talking Real Money there, but yeah. lit reading is there and Rita Storis. And you know how hard it is to do lip reading over a podcast? Lit that is reading, really hard. L-I-T, lit reading. Oh, pardon me. I'm plugging, say, I'm plugging my easy. other podcast. And which, by do the way, not try that at home. My other podcast, my short story podcast, are getting ready to go into their third, yes, third season. Okay. Is that like Yellowstone third season? Yes, it is, which actually, one? except okay. I have more episodes. I do like 30 episodes. episodes a year. They do 10. Uh, it's not as violent either, I hope. Episode three? I mean, season three? Of you, not Oh, them. no, I'm not violent at all. Actually, okay. season three of Yellowstone is a lot less violent than season one okay. and two. Well, that's good to hear because, wow, it's been yeah. there's been some tough stuff there. Well, I don't know about how the season's going to progress, but so far, it's been more lovey-dovey. Right. So. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh, I forgot. We have these. Ah, I need to well, get Well, no, David's these. waiting on the line. I don't see him on my screen. All right, I believe He's on you. my screen. All right. Hey, David, welcome to Talking Real Money. I hope you're here. Hello. He is there. There he is. See, I was right again. How are you? I'm all right. Except I made made a bad investment a couple years ago, and that's in a timeshare. And I was wondering if you could recommend anybody that's ethical to get me out of it. No. No, because... They are almost impossible to get out of. Uh, but but they they some of them are resellable. Yeah, and by the way, Don already owns like four properties. One more is not gonna matter, right? Mm-hmm. You'll buy something else. Whose timeshare is it, by the way? I just happen to know I for many years I did uh the voice work at the timeshare convention, so I know this product <laughs> like the back oh, so of my You took some of this guy's money yeah, and probably. did the voice work. Okay, uh, which company is it? Uh, Solmar. I don't even know. Yeah, I I know the name. Yeah, where's there? Where's the property? Take a guess. S O L M A R. In a sunny spot. Yeah. Oh, it's in Mexico. Cabo. Good guess. Oh, those are nice. Relaxing a space. Yeah, I mean, in fact, it's it's so bad that recently, I think the Washington State Attorney General just filed suit against somebody who was running around saying he could get people out of timeshares and it was unethical. I I honestly, honestly, this has come up before. I can't think of a soul who does this legitimately and honestly. The only way you can do it is to go to one of the timeshare resellers and you're going to pay them a don't don't go with anyone who charges you to pay up front. They should only get a commission when you sell it, and their commissions can be ridiculous, and you're going to have to reduce it to probably 20, 25 cents on the dollar, but you get out of that annual fee. Tom and Don are talking real money. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics, and you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free, or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F, and you can get it free at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. (laughs) 
your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-8255 is our phone number, 855-935-TALK. Uh, I'm looking at the uh, the Solmar online resale. I'm just trying to figure out what kind of prices. Wow. It's, those are just really a devil to get out of, aren't they? Yeah. One of the lessons that uh, you need to... You know, I, I, we, Tom and I both, we, we both vacationed in Mexico. I've vacationed. I don't go to, I've never been to the West Coast, but I've been to the, the Cancun area. And the thing you've got to do is you've got to put blinders on and earplugs in when you run when you walk that through the gauntlet, airport. When you run that gauntlet, they always the are out there. I I'm know. telling you, they are hardcore. Oh. And uh, yeah, although, but once you're there, then I mean, but no, once you own the place, the, the problem is what you're willing to give up to get out of it. Well, I, in fact, I see, for example, I see a, 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 a one or a studio, um, for $4,400 at that place. And, you know, that's like giving it away, but you, that's the only way you're going to get out of it. And I see, by the way, dozens and dozens for sale. So you're going to have to come in way under all of those to get some interest and it, but it's a way to get out of those, those monthly dues or those annual dues. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I wish we had better news there for you. Really and and my but, hope my hope was he was going to say something like Marriott or uh Hilton or Disney yeah. or when you know one of those those more reputable timeshare companies where the values can still be pretty high in the secondary market, but And I tell you what, they work you as hard so I think you know this cuz I it was in Palm Springs a decade ago with Danielle and we she we went and stayed for the two nights. Yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. Where you we get had two to nights go for nineteen dollars, whatever it was. We had to go through, and they it was seriously like through four people. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't want to talk to on to the next. I mean, and that was one of the reputable ones. <laughs> like, wow. So a yeah, lot of pressure. It's I understand how people end up with those. Yeah, it is. Uh, got questions that were written into that we need to get to because we've just gotten a lot of them lately. So we're going to take some of the written questions during the show. This one is about some individual stocks. Hmm. Oh, please. Hi, guys. I'm 63 years old and have been an ardent believer in broad diversification, a la Paul Marimon. Speaking of Mexico. A lot of mentions today. For 30 years. I'm fortunate to have been able to invest along the way and have enough save that I'm thinking about retirement. I'm a 75-25 equities, no alternatives, but I do own $150,000 across approximately 75 individual stocks, a recent Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. 75 into they have a thing now called let me think Mu- i have this mutual right, funds mutual funds yeah. <laughs> yeah. own a 70 there's mutual funds that only own 75 you could just anyway just, okay. okay well he's what's got, the question what's the question i'm not there yet okay all right okay i'll, I'll skip some of this other stuff my question is this other than the risk of deviating from my desired allocation and individual company risk exposure. What is wrong with having a small portion of my portfolio investing in a long-term buy-and-hold strategy of using individual stocks? I'm not trading. I'm investing for the long-term, just like I do with the DFA funds I own through IFA. Always with IFA, Index Fund Advisors. Oh, okay. Funds Advisors. Yeah, good company. I'm doing the work to identify companies with disruptive technology and good balance sheets, etc. Can I be wrong? Sure, I can. He answers his own question. Sure, I can. But as long as I'm using a small portion of my portfolio and understand the risks, is there really anything that horrible about trying to give my portfolio a little nudge in the right direction? I no, t- there isn't. Yeah, but go ahead. you got to understand that you could it, that money could go away. 
Right. Can't. Can't. 75 companies, it's unlikely at all. Those would But then when you're buying 75 companies, you're defeating the purpose of gambling on a few stocks for added return. Exactly. Because now yeah. you're going to start getting returns that resemble the market, and you already yeah, I, have I, that. I don't, yeah, I don't understand why you'd have 75. You could have five that were disruptive. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of argument with that, but oh, go ahead. He says he likes the expense ratio. Yeah, because yeah. it's like nothing. It's zero, but there is a yeah. transaction cost or a spread Maybe. cost. Well, you see, the thing, yeah, that, there's a spread. The thing yeah. that dimensional funds or Vanguard or any of these big companies can do is they can narrow that spread. You will, as an individual investor, you will have a higher spread than will an, a DFA. Good point. So there's there's a cost. You just don't see it. Thanks for the question, though. You can send your questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Just click the contact button or call 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Everybody needs help with their money now and again. And if you need more help than we can give in the course of this podcast or show, set up an appointment with one of our advisors for a free actual meeting with no obligation and no high-pressure sales pitch. Just go to Vestory.com, that's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, or call 800-386-3004. for a really great future. We're talking real money. Give us a call anytime at 855-935-TALK here on Talking Real Money. I'm Don. Now would be better, by the way. Now is fine. Now is good. We don't have anybody yeah. waiting, so it's yeah. really a lot easier to get through if you call now, 855-935-8255. But we do have other questions that came in from TalkingRealMoney.com. Like yeah, and if you don't if you don't have time to listen to the show on Saturdays, you can listen to it as a podcast almost anywhere, including, and I just mentioned this before, Amazon. Well done getting Amazing. that on there, my friend. Now, the question, Tom. Yes. How the much, answer, Don? How much house? How much house? Oh. That is the question. <sighs> Love the show. Yes. Yeah. Relatively new listener from huh? Stacking Benjamins. Oh. Very good. Wife and I, this is where we're getting our younger listeners is from Stacking Benjamins. Wife and I are in early 30s looking to buy a house in the Boston area in about three I hope to it's five. It's better there than here. In about three to five years. Well, that's good. Oh, okay. That's yeah, good. That's good. Uh, and trying to figure out what we can afford. Well, one, you're not going to know because it's three to five years from now, but let's continue. What do you think about rules of thumb on how much house you can afford, like three times total income or some percentage of monthly take-home pay? Are they too simple, like not factoring in property taxes, maintenance, et cetera? Boston area tax around 1.2%. We have no debt. Make about 180K a year combined. Have about 60K for a down payment, currently saving 2K a month for a house on top of 10% into retirement accounts. Well, good for you. One, there's. I would not there. have an. Or, I would. I would not. Uh, 180. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know there's always this kind of rule of thumb about maybe a third of your income can go to, yeah. towards a house payment. I would make it lower than that for the following reason. It allows you to save otherwise because most people don't. They don't set money aside in 401k. I'm just living day to day. I make barely covering the bills. I would use 25 percent instead of the third. Uh, the number, and that's still a pretty big amount at 180,000. That's 45 a year. That's 
four grand, thirty eight hundred a month, and it not was today's in rates. Boston. Today's rates. Not in but Boston. But remember, you can borrow the money at two and a half percent. Yeah, but the houses in Boston. I in no Boston idea. proper, the average price for a home is yeah. seven hundred and fifty eight dollars well, a the square same as here. A square foot. Oh, no, not a foot. Yeah. Well, it depends on which foot. That foot right in front of me yeah. right there, that's the like metro area. Okay. $307 a square foot. Wow. Yeah, okay. All right. So, so it's it is like it's expensive. But um, he's asking about rules of thumbs. Yeah. I would use 25 instead of a third. That's just okay. my take. There's actually a really interesting one that uh I've read elsewhere. It is the it's really it's not a it's a little more complicated. It's the 2836 rule. Where you take your income, or is it 2638? I should look it up. I want to make sure I have it right. 2836, yeah. Where you take your monthly income, multiply yeah. it by 20. Net, Net or gross? I, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, because that's another thing to think about in all of this. Yeah, after, you mean after tax, the aspect, yeah. Correct. There's the aspect of what you will be able to deduct from your taxes Yeah, good point. in terms of mortgage interest. Anyway. Yeah, I think that makes it a that wash, would change though. that number yeah, a little. But anyway, let's. So it's twenty eight times your monthly income. Yep. And then divide that number by twelve. And that is a month, right? And he ends up actually yeah. at their their income it's forty two hundred. So it's really close okay. to what right. you said. Yeah. I, you know, and again, you could, I think you'd be able. I don't know how to reverse engineer that, but you could borrow quite a bit at two and a half percent. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Although you to avoid the. Um, the PMI, the mortgage insurance, you need uh, 20% you got 20, down. Yeah, 20, right? 20 down. Yeah, 20%. So down. they Which have 60, 60 grand. It's not, yeah. Yeah, so. Not they, buying they, much with they're, that. They're three to five years down the road because they're going to need at least $150,000 down payment probably in well, the okay, Boston but, area. Yeah, so, so they're in good shape, though. They have no other debts. They got no other obligations. So you should be really pinching the pennies here for the next three or four years setting that aside to try to build up that money for the down payment and then seeing where you are. Yeah, I think I think it can make that work. Yeah, it's going to get them a nice middle-class house, basically. Nothing wrong with being average or being middle-class. We're big fans of average because <laughs> exactly most of us are, folks. Get over it. You're not above average. You're probably just about average. Be happy. Tom and Don are talking real money. Before you end up buying a financial product that you'll regret later, either call us on the podcast or the show, or if you need a little more time, that's why we offer free meetings with our fiduciary advisors at Vestory with no cost, no obligation, and no high-pressure sales pitch, I promise. Just give us a call at 800-386-3004, or better yet, just set up an appointment at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Well, look at that. Look at that. What a wonderful opportunity have you. You can call us and be right here on the show right away because nobody else is in line. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. We talk about anything that has anything to do with money, from stocks to real estate and even real estate and stocks. Quadros to Solmar, we got it all covered here. And, uh, you know, real estate's in an interesting place right now because 
Uh, as you probably know, uh, the delinquencies on on mortgages are going up, but there's there's this uh, they're they're not make they, you can't foreclose on anybody. I think till the first of the year. Yeah, there's a, but they're well, saying after that then mortgages. Uh, not on all, right. all kinds, but the, but the the numbers are. There's going to be some aspect to that, but prices certainly in the Seattle area have gone up <laughs> dramatically recently, and people are thinking, should I get into real estate? It's very complicated, and interest rates, as I mentioned, are very low. But all of you make it even more interesting because I still find it fascinating that people believe generally, generally, and I, I just did a podcast about this, which will air sometime. But generally, is that people think. Well, real estate's how I get rich. That's where the big money's made. Now, that may be true if you're developing a new resort in Montana. That may be true if you built, well, can't say office buildings anymore because nobody's occupying them can anymore. Can you tell Tom's been watching Yellowstone? <laughs> you can tell a little bit. Montana. <laughs> But generally speaking, and this is a new survey just out. They do this every year. They ask you, which is going to make more over the next 10 years? Which type of investment is going to make the most money? And, well, up until this year, you all said it was real estate. This year, you have said the stock market will make 28% of you say the stock market, 26% real estate. I find it also fascinating that six or 18% of people say cash will make you Will be the best investment for the next ten years. Apparently, you've got somebody that's paying you a lot for money sitting in the bank. No, apparently they that think that from. they're going to. Lo- everybody else is going to lose so much that the ah, no return from cash aspect. is the highest. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that aspect. But again, the numbers don't bear. Well, certainly don't bear cash out. Or, they do bear out the stocks over a real rate of return. You know, seven percent after inflation. That's kind of what it's been for a very long period of time. Real almost a hundred years. Real estate, yeah, we real have estate over 100 like, years. Yeah, it's more like 1% to 1.5% real rate of return. Mm-hmm. over. So this aspect, you might get lucky, by the way, because I just met with somebody yesterday, bought a home at a very discounted price because it was a distressed sale in 2012. They got a, about a double by this year and just sold the house. It happens. Yeah. But generally, that's like that's like buying Tesla at whatever. The other thing, though, that up. happens is like my situation where my house appreciated during the 90, the late 90s, the early 2000s, like crazy, hit its peak in 2008 and hasn't gotten back since. I mentioned you in the podcast, too. By Did the you? Way, so. Oh, thanks. I try that to remember really you when nice. I can. Eight five five nine three five talk. That's our phone number, and Jerry's on. Jerry, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Jerry. Hi, guys. Hey, uh, are you talking hey. about real estate? And that my question is related to that. Uh, in my portfolio, I've got uh, a couple of properties. These are actually vacation properties that I am now preparing to uh, develop for rentals. But I haven't found any advisor who knows how to treat them in a portfolio. Uh, They know how to treat stocks. They know how to treat bonds. They know how to treat cash. Uh, But real estate is kind of in its own place there, and and no one can say, oh, add this to your bond portfolio for the purpose of calculating just a long-term plan. How do you guys treat that? Okay, well, here's the deal with with individual pieces of real estate. We treat them, actually, we give them a totally different category. We give them your own business as the category. For example, you got a portfolio of stocks and bonds and you have a small business. The business is separate from that portfolio. 
And that's really what it is when you own individual properties. Um, if you consider them to be an asset, then they have to be a, 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 the asset of real estate, uh, non-diversified real estate, but real estate. And, and we don't suggest anybody have more than about 10% in uh in real estate in their portfolio right and that would be a diversified real estate portfolio of REITs that own right hundreds of properties in each one of those REITs so uh I I have to agree uh Jerry that it's hard to put a value on those things it's very speculative and it's like Don said like any small business it could be a home run it could be a disaster we just don't know one off and thanks for the call we really appreciate it oh I'm sorry wait I I thought he was go ahead I'm sorry Jerry so from the asset standpoint, you just they're easy to value. However, uh, you take them just down to a cash flow basis and consider them a business. Yep. Consider yep. it a business. Absolutely. Okay. Positively. That, that Thanks, Jerry. Sense. Appreciate it so much. Take care. And we go back to the phones with uh, Jim. Jim, how are you? I'm getting some and I'm not getting others. Hey. So hi, Jim. What's Jim, up? Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me okay? Jim. Hey. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Okay, so um, I've been working for a company, and I'm taking a voluntary layoff in conjunction with uh, retirement, and I'm uh, tossing around the idea of taking the monthly pension of about $1,460 a month versus the lump sum payout of 250000 and doing something with that, putting a kind of a safe uh, retirement-type refund that will bring me some income monthly. The advantages and disadvantages here are relatively clear. The $1,400, I'm assuming, has no cost of living increase to it. Correct. Okay. So here's the thing, in, and you probably already know this. In about 20, 25 years, that 1400 buys half as much as it does today. Conversely, the 200000 however, you couldn't put it just in a savings account. You'd have to expose it to some stocks and bonds. That would generally get a keep ahead of inflation you could draw off of that to an extent that would be greater than the fourteen hundred dollars a month but off the bat it's not going to no matter what you do come close to generating that income off uh, right off the uh, off the bat you're going to have to invest that for a while to get there but it gives you greater control so that's really and it's always a trade-off like this between annuities and uh and and lump sum distributions and some depends on your right. psychological makeup. For some people, they just they just want to get the fourteen. Doesn't matter that it's not going to be worth as much. Just want to get the money. Yeah, I've got a household Air Force pension monthly for fifteen hundred dollars a month, and Social Security later in a couple of years. So I think I'll be okay. So that's why I was thinking maybe I'll take that two hundred fifty thousand, put in. A, I would do it that way. Then. Yeah. Plus, yeah. remember you can draw it out the 200 as you need it for tax reasons yeah and the other the, thing is it, it gives you greater flexibility from a number of perspectives including estate planning and spousal planning thanks jim we got time for one more done we'll go. pardon me I'm, i missed that all right i did too thanks for the call jim i appreciate it we're now we're we there's no way I know we want to take another call, but we're going to run out of time. Two more waiting, but that's okay. All right. Thank you all for calling.
Um, By the way, and if anybody is on the line, they can always take a number. I've called people back after the show and answered their questions. So have you I'd really? That too. You are I devoted have. and dedicated. Well, I'm, I'm not trying that to, nice. We're trying to help people. I, now we're trying to help people by telling them it's wrong to buy individual stocks or understand the market yeah. or all those things, like yeah. we always do. And the other thing yeah, you can do, too, is call 855-935-TALK and leave your question. And uh, we'll answer that on a podcast probably next week. So you can get it answered on the podcast. But that means you have to listen to the podcast so you need to do that. And by the way, they're on Amazon now. So there you go. So remember, call 855-935-TALK or send your questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. Tom and Don are talking real money. There's a science to managing money. I call it financial physics. And you can get a free copy of my easy-to-read book, Financial Physics, at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free. Or there's an interactive version available on Apple iBooks. It's called Financial Physics. That's spelled with an F. And you can get it free at TalkingRealMoney.com slash free or in the Apple Bookstore. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And as we mentioned, there is one other way to get help, and it is really, it's the more in-depth help, because Tom and I can't spend a half an hour or an hour with you guys. But all you need to do is go to Vestory.com. That's our registered investment advisory firm. Go to the bottom of the page, set up an appointment with one of our advisors for some help. We'll give you some for free for nothing. We won't try and sell you anything. There's no obligation, but you got to go sign up at Vestory.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a family registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap. <laughs> 